Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody, for the second hour of In the Locker Room. And we are joined now by a great friend of the locker room, great writer, guy named Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider and writer of many books and working on another book. And what is that new book that you're working on, Jim? <laughs> you know... It's kind of morphed from the Steelers' all-time draft stories to um, um, all work and no play makes Jim a very dull boy. Whatever Jack Nicholson was writing in The Shining, I, it won't, my typewriter won't stop writing that. That was a wild movie, man. I mean, think about that, Wex. If you were in that hotel and you were supposed to write a book, I think you would absolutely, I would go bonkers. I mean, that's like too big, too quiet, too much room. You know, I wanted to get this story right. I can't remember exactly what. I think it was all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he kept writing that, right? Yep. So I, I I call it up on YouTube here, and it, it, I only got to the part where he says, "Wendy, don't bother me while I'm." <laughs> and he's, just, he's just typing. He's just typing madness, you know. Yeah. Oh, jeez, and that's how I feel. I, I I tell you, I get a few good hours in the morning, and when you have other assignments for like eating during the week, right? You know, because you got a, a book writer can't just write books. So I another tearful goodbye to Ben. This was for Steelers Digest, and you know Bob. Bob, he smoothes you up. You know he goes, "I'm counting on you. I think you can do it. Make a, make a great one." And you're like, "Oh man, I've written two of these already. You know, I'm tired of crying for this dude already. You know." But anyhow, so I, I get some new nuggets, and I, I pour my heart and soul into it, and I, I wrote what I really think. You know, I I just thought Ben was so unique, and there was there were things that he uh, the relationships he had with local writers was a lot better than what's perceived. And also what he, what he gives to national reporters who, you know, they always start their questions with yesterday, Ryan Clark said this, mm-hmm. and then uh, today Richard Mendenhall said that. So therefore that means that you want, you know, and, you know, Ben's like, oh my God, not this. You're papering together quotes to form my reality. Ask me about football. So, uh, you know, he appreciated those of us who were just there to get some nuggets about football and, uh, and you know, inside stuff about football. And so he appreciated that, and he always helped us out on the side. You know, when Max wasn't blocking for him over there in the corner of the locker room. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, I was just simply in my space, you know. Ben had, ben had the little cubby hideout, you know. He had, he had the little trap door where he didn't want to talk. But if he was outside the cubby yeah. hole, it was like, 
you know, I I at that I I need a little man spread space, you know, and he just happened to be in the corner, so if I was in front of him, it just made it awkward for you guys just momentarily. <laughs> well, you know, you were you were back there on one side of the corner and Marcus Gilbert was on the other and it's like Man, I know those guys are nice, but they're awfully big. Man, I bet they could really yeah. swap me away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, and now, you know, now we were good because we did have the space in between. We had the space in between. Remember, nobody was allowed to sit in between our locker, so that 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 made it yeah. nice. You know, later on, that we could spread out a little bit more and give you guys a little <laughs> bit easier access. But you know. Not all the guys were allowed. Not that I don't think Ben allowed or disallowed anybody, but a few of us that, you know, we most of the people who didn't really know Ben or weren't there every day, you know, they thought the big mass huddle at the beginning of, of Wednesday was it for the week. But Ben would take stuff. If you could tell if he had a minute, he was sitting there BSing with you or Gilbert. You know, we could we could go up and snare a question or two about real football stuff. He was very helpful. So. Uh, I, I thought his national perception on that. So those are kind of things I threw into this column today. And uh, I, I really liked it. And then I got done with that. And I'm like, man, I've really got to change this chapter uh, on The Shining here in my book. Or else I'm not going to have a book. As long as, you don't, as long as you don't stick your head in the door and go, here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> I'm not doing it now, Wolf, is all I can promise you. Okay, good enough. All right. Wex, you know, we've been talking the last couple of days about some of the quarterbacks that could be available out there. You know, we, we know with Mason and with Dwayne, and I'm sure they're going to – I would think they're going to tender Dwayne at any point in time here with an offer um, to get him going. But the the fact of the matter is if there was a, a veteran quarterback out there that, that you'd want to see brought in, do you have one in mind, Okay. Oh, of course, we'd all want Russell Wilson. Okay, but but you got to uh, you know, be I'm somewhat realistic. One. Yeah. Yes, I'm not trading two number ones right. or a one. I, I really don't want to do that. The guy who ca- catches my eye is Marcus Mariota. Hmm. I, I I I haven't followed his career, but he's mobile. Uh, I'm I assume he's a smart guy. He always came off as smart to me. Uh, reserved, um, coachable, but uh, can be dynamic and. I just, I, I like I said, I haven't followed his career. I don't know whether it's been injuries or what it's been. But I think that's a guy you can get cheap. Okay. One of the guys that I thought. Yeah. Because Mark, Mariota, to me, has, hasn't been that accurate. And accuracy is something that's very hard to develop. You know what I mean? I think right. I think you wrote, right. were, you, were you the one that wrote, you know, because Josh Allen, people say, well, Josh Allen got so much more accurate. Well, Josh Allen in college is thrown to Division two receivers, right? Well, you know, I got a call on that from a Wyoming coach. Did you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. this is great. He Inform me. us. He, goes, he, said, he said, you do know that there are all kind of Wyoming receivers in the league. Mind. So it was cool. Okay. It wasn't yeah. like he was mad. No. And so uh, I'm, I just said, oh, well. Because <laughs> I, I remember it was this same guy telling me he loved Josh Allen. And I'd watch and I'd say, man, I'm not seeing it. And he'd say, the receivers stink. I know it was this guy. But anyhow, five years later, five years later, he's correcting my columns, you know. But, so but for, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, he's going, his receivers stink. And then he comes back to say, no, they don't stink. Come on. You can't have it both ways. They're in the league. Well, hey, you know, the Wyoming – the Wyoming people, they're not too many. You know, Kiesel, he made it. But he right. was actually a uh, – I think he was a Utah-born, though. 
Oh, was, was he? he? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, uh, um, uh, where was I, Wolf? We were talking about the Josh Allen accuracy, Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus oh, Mar- yeah, yeah. Mariota. So I, I Googled the Wyoming wide receivers in the league and uh, came up with one. And, uh, <laughs> and there, was a, there was a tight end. So I look at this one. He's, he's playing with Josh Allen. He's on the Buffalo practice squad. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, so he must be decent. And I look up his stats, and he's got three career catches in, like, five years. So I write to, I write to Coach back. I said, Coach, I don't know, man. Uh, this is all you got. He goes, well, I must have been thinking about that tight end. I just remember he- <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> three, I just remember Josh catches. Allen, I think. I think Josh Allen uh, threw the ball too hard for those guys. I mean, he, he throws like an NFL quarterback, right, with a right. great arm. Right. And so, you know, some of those little guys, I just remember them. They were like Division Two. Of course, Wyoming's a Division One school. Before anyone else from Wyoming decides <laughs> to write to me today on Jack Nicholson Day. <laughs> yeah. Jack Nicholson Day. Oh, Jack man, this is great. Day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I called a Wyoming Air Force game with Josh Allen. Did you really? Uh, yeah, I did because I because I because okay. I, I used to work Mountain West, and so I remember watching this game, and I'm like, Ugh, "Okay, this is a, this is a top this is a top uh, top guy." <laughs> I mean, and and here's the thing: it's yeah. one thing if the guy the balls are like getting tipped or is hitting their hands and going off. He sailed some of those passes, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is." I was like, this, this is the top guy. Okay. I was like, he scrambled. His scramble game was good. But like you said, it wasn't like these receivers were dropping passes and he was just, you know, torpedoing a, the ball at him. I mean, some of those where he was trying to put touch, the touch was like five yards off, you know? <laughs> so so he, okay. he had well, some Matt, glaring accuracy issues. Well, you're destroying everything I worked for these last two days. Which I, I know, I know, I, I, I know you did. I know you did. But, but I'm also trying to say I, I, I really I, don't want Marcus Mariota. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I was making the point about Josh Allen in my column because I don't want this, and I haven't seen him. Okay, so take this with a grain of salt. But I don't want that kid from Liberty who doesn't have accuracy, but he's a great runner. Oh, Malik Willis. Yeah, no, matching- I, 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 no, I agree. So that was my point in my column. I said, inaccurate quarterbacks don't get accurate, no matter how good a coaching they get. I said, and don't tell me about Josh Allen. He was accurate. He had horrible receivers. And then thus the onslaught from Wyoming, and now you with your facts about inaccuracy. So maybe I'm wrong about Josh Allen. Well, you know, it um, remains to be seen because you're getting feedback from one NFL Wyoming receiver, and he's on the practice squad. He's on the P squad, well, and I put but, eyes on him for but, one game. <laughs> <laughs> but what what we're saying, yeah, one game, I know, and, and you admitted that. That's true. But uh, yeah. uh, so perhaps you can improve your accuracy if Josh Allen has indeed done that. But uh, for the most part, I don't see inaccurate quarterbacks ever improving. Uh, and and I, I want that pure accuracy. You know, Kenny Pickett delivered that all year for Pitt. That just pure, uncanny accuracy. Is there any chance yeah. he'd be around until the Steelers draft? What, at 20? Yeah. No. Well, you know, you asked me this in 1983, I think, Wolf, and I, about Marino. I said, no way. He'll go in the top five. So anything can happen, right? Yeah, that's true.
Anything can happen. I mean, prayers cross your fingers. I mean, you know, it's the best. But I mean, but here's the thing: when you look at the lot, there's nobody that's out this year that's going to be better than him, and he's going to play in the Reese's Senior Bowl. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how he, if he still actually holds up to that. I mean, they have to report. Uh, what is that on Sunday? Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he still contends because I think he's the top available talent this year uh, because of the injury to Matt Corral, um, who would who I would argue is also just as good as Kenny Pickett when you're talking about accuracy and a guy who could just throw it all over the place and is highly mobile. But he took that injury in the Sugar Bowl, um, so I so that that's a question. Do you want to take a guy who's already injured? I think his draft stock fell. But then you're left with you're left with Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis, and company, and whoever the host of other seniors that will uh, that will declare. Uh, and Sam Howell, let's not forget about Sam Howell. Sam Howell is one that I, 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 I'm know. not going to be surprised. I know, but these guys just don't excite me. I I, I think they you're right. They need an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. I've been that's I, I've been writing this in columns too that since linemen are usually your smartest and best-looking guys on the team, right? Definitely best-looking. They, they, they should draft. Present company they not included. There's no bias on this show at all, but we will take all compliments. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I think they need a true cornerstone-type guy, uh, a future leader. You know, Cam's not going to be there forever, and Cam is the kind of guy that you always need in your locker room. And since you just lost Pouncey into Castro suddenly, yeah. I think you're thin there. I don't care either side of the ball, or it could be a middle linebacker can be that captain cornerstone type, rough mm-hmm. and tough, hardest worker on the team is also your best player. You know, that's what you need. And so I don't want to get pinned into a, a, these little quarterbacks that just because, I mean, Matt Coral, he might fall to you now because he's injured. And okay. And you're not going to play your rookie to first year anyway. Yeah. Really not. So maybe Coral's the guy then. Let me ask you this. The one underlying thing in this, the the one thing, if there's one thing I can point to that says I got to find out before I move forward, it's what's going on with Steph to it. I mean, to me, that's the thing I have to understand. If if the chances are 50-50 that he's coming back, then I got to think, okay, I got to move ahead in, in a direction now. But if it's... You know, if you've got a clear indication, you got to you're gonna you got to react to that. You know, I mean, I, and and I I just I think so much of Stefan. I hope and pray that you know things are coming together for him, and that you know whether it's a surgery, whether it's a family situation, or a combination of the both. Um, you just hope that he's able to to push forward and overcome this. But that's one of the to me one of the biggest questions you've got to answer before you move in understanding what you need. Well. I respect that, but I don't know that I need an answer. I, you know, Cam's getting up there, and you need a nose at least anyway. If if you can get a guy that can play nose and stay in your nickel, slide out, that kind of first-round player talent, um, I don't know that you can count on stuff whether you know he's coming back or not. Mm. And And, hey, if he comes back, great. I think you've got to look at it from the other side and say, he might not come back and Cam's getting older and we need a nose anyway. And boy, that, so that kind of a defensive lineman looms, but if, if there's an offensive lineman who's so much better as value, I think you go there. I, I just, you got to stick to your value board here. I think you need sure. a hall of fame type pick instead of trying to fill a need because this team is so many more than one need away. 
I don't think it's going to be. A, yeah. I hate to reach for a quarterback. I really would. Yeah, no, I, you're absolutely right. I, I think if a quarterback falls to you, that's one thing. But I don't think you have to go reaching this year. I think, like you said, <coughs> you know, the best thing about what the Steelers did when they drafted Ben, they made sure the offensive line was already intact, and then they added mm-hmm. added accordingly. Um, you know, mm-hmm. because you had Marvell Smith, you had Alan Fanica, Jeff Hardings. And then, of course, Kendall Simmons, which was then Kedrick uh, Vincent, and then Oliver Ross. So, I mean, you had some established guys. You you bolstered depth before you brought that quarterback in. You already had a dominant defense. So, let's get back to what makes the Steelers great, and, and it's, it's going to be line play. Line play accelerates everything, right? It creates the run game that you that you know of, you know, from Steelers years past. It, 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 it stuffs the, the opposing run game. It attacks the quarterback relentlessly from outside linebacker play. Uh, that's what you have to get to. And right now, we, we need we need that stout nose guard. Uh, Montrevious Allen was mm-hmm. a great stopgap guy. He filled a need uh, when Tyson Alawalo went down game two. But we we need we need that next generation. You know, Casey Hampton type, a very you know a very aggressive young guy who's 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 a boulder. We need that guy in the middle. And, you know, hopefully we bring back the pieces at the DN. And then also we need to go and continue to work on depth and work on competition amongst the offensive line. So I completely agree. I think O-line, D-line is where you have to go in the first round. And there's, there's some great options that will be available at 20. Because um, we all know that, you know, nose tackles, is, especially, you know, D tackles who are, who are playing primarily nose, um, don't really go that high. So you should have your pick of the litter uh, in a lot of those cases. And those guys will be there. Well, for it's you. funny. Well, it's funny, the year they took Casey, uh, they passed on Drew Brees. And, you know, he was one of the smaller guys, like I'm saying about these quarterbacks, they're a little smallish. But I don't think any of these guys has the cachet that Brees did coming out of Purdue. I think he was a four-year starter. You remember, you sat over there by Chucky. He wouldn't shut up. Chucky and Kobe wouldn't shut up about Brees. Yeah. He loved him. And he, came, yeah. he came out a year before. Everybody knew about Drew yeah. Brees, and yet the Steelers, who needed a quarterback, took Casey Hampton. I don't know if you get away with that today because I don't know that Casey plays all three downs. And your first-round pick better play all three downs. Well, you you know, first of all, you've got Tyson Alualu probably coming back, and that's an opportunity. Yeah. Yes. That's the one of the things I love about that guy is just, you know, there's something about the Polynesian guys. God gave them a little more – I don't know whatever, but that athletic athletic ability is just phenomenal. Some of those guys, they just they just blow well, me away. Here, well, the thing about him, he he plays that defensive tackle in the nickel too. So yeah. that's the kind of guy I'm talking about. They're right. the three down guy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, besides that, I hear so that he's, he's that's, great. That's he, the kind of yeah. I, I I would love to hang out with him at a luau. You know, I mean, just. With Tyson, I mean, because I you think he really want to go to a luau. You know, I do. I I, I think <laughs> yeah. a luau would be just fantastic. I've never been. I, yeah, I was at one. With that apple yeah. in the mouth. There it is. But you know, it was close. But you know, really, that to to draft on the offensive. I think you're right. Offensive, defensive line. You've got to get more physicality up front. There's no question in my mind. You know, you guys asked me about the book, and I, I'm moving along, and I wanted to touch back with some of these books I'm stealing from for this book, and I want to give some credit. Max, we talked about The Color of Sundays. I finished it. It's just fantastic. Very special. It's it, There are some great books I'm reading, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers History. I think that one's the best, and it, it appears to be the cheapest. I, I recommend this to listeners out there. 
Uh, Another one, of course, is Art Rooney Jr.'s book, Ruanade. Uh, just sees. Uh, I mean, it's real small print, and it's about a thousand pages long. But wow, you just get immersed in in story after story. And if you love scouting in the draft, he was the head of scouting. And of course, uh, uh, Rooney, the Sporting Life by Rob Rock. Of course, everybody expects uh, uh, excellent work from from Rob Rock. He's a professor at Pitt, and it's just a great encyclopedia of reference, but also good storytelling too. So. Those are my recommendations since uh, I think this is going to be our, our my last show with you guys this year, right? Yep, we're we're done at the end yeah. of the week here. Max's matter of fact, Max's last day is today. Mine is Friday. So, thank you so much, Wex. We're going to actually we're going to be running here, but I want to thank you for all season long your contributions here in the locker room. We Thanks, enjoyed Wex. it and totally appreciate you, brother. You know that. Well, you guys are welcome, and it was fun. And thanks for having me on, giving me the notoriety. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah, infamous, which is better than famous. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Okay, boys, take care. Thanks take a lot. care, Wex. You betcha, man. All right, folks, we'll be back with more right, right here with the locker room. We got the phone calls are wide open here, 412-919-1316. We'll be back after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, welcome back to the locker room with Wolf and Starks. <clears throat> We're going to keep the show rolling. I mean, you know, I love talking to Jim. Jim, you know, I think we might be able to dub him Junior Historian of the Steelers. Do <laughs> you think that's okay? It's like the understudy for Bob. He's there. I think, you know, just because he, he just he, – he, he's, he's amassing this wealth of knowledge and history, and then he's able to put himself – which is always great to hear him talk about kind of where he's been and – you know, and he definitely has that shining moment, right? Where you're sitting there, you're at, shining you're just moment. at the typewriter. <laughs> I mean, now it's a computer, but, you know, back in the day, it was that typewriter where you're using the fingers. You know, the best, though. No, it's great. The best is here's Johnny. Johnny. Oh, my gosh. It's like really, yeah, hence why I'll never go to that hotel. Exactly. But, um, but, yeah, so we're back in the locker room, and, and um, you know, one of the fun things, of course, we love to do. We love hearing from Steelers Nation, and I think they've heard the call from Ed from Cleveland to let us know that they want to be heard. They've heard our cries in the night or in the ether, <laughs> the radio ether wolf. Yes. And we have now two more callers. We got two I, you more. You know, I, I'm excited to hear it. 
All right, who do we have on the list? Because I, I don't I don't get the uh, I don't get the up board. That's right, you don't get the up board. Who we we got first? CR first. All right, so CR Steelers Nation Chicago. Absolutely. All right, come on to the locker room, CR. Hey, what's going on, guys? CR Steelers Nation Chicago. Appreciate you taking my phone call. Got uh, real quick stuff here because I, I need to get into it. Uh, number one, uh, NFC AFC uh, games this this weekend. Uh, who you going with NFC? I haven't thought it all the way through Ooh. yet, man. I haven't thought it all the way through. I got to sit on this one for a little bit. You know, I, it's just oh. enough to be able to get the show ready for today. You know, I still got forty-eight hours <laughs> yeah. to come to a conclusion. Okay. All right. Well, well, since this is my last day, Cr. Oh, that's I'm right. Yeah. Uh, that's right. It's my last day. I'm going Frisco. <clears throat> I'm going Frisco in the NFC. Um, okay. And you know, when I look at it, just because they have that unlikely road. They, they they've 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 helped the Rams out, you know, because the, you know they kind of paid it forward because the Rams helped them out, right? They allowed they allowed them to be trounced, so that they think about this: if you're the Rams, all you had to do was beat San Fran in the regular season, not to have to see San Fran in the NFC Championship game. And guess what? San Francisco has done. They've rattled off six straight wins against. The Rams have not come close, and we've seen some terrible San Fran teams, especially the one last year, still able to to defeat and overcome the mighty Los Angeles Rams. And I think, you know, when you look at Matthew Stafford um, and, and that Rams team, they're great at playing from ahead. The problem is they always lose the lead and are always scrapping at the end. And I think with this San Fran team, the way that they run the ball, the way that Jimmy G manages the game, and the way that defense is coming off – I don't know if L.A. has enough to really stymie what they're trying to do because that offensive line, when you put a man-to-man, mano-a-mano, up against that, that D-line, Trent Williams and Von Miller, cancel them out. You know, everybody in the middle that, that, that's there for San Fran, you, you, you realize Aaron Donald's going to be Aaron Donald, but he's not going to have as easy of a way. So I look at San Fran, and I say this is a very good opportunity for San Fran to get a warm-up of what SoFi Stadium is going to be in two weeks. So I like San Fran a whole lot. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of going against. I don't know. San Francisco with their defense is playing well. L.A. I'm just gonna kind of like wait and see. But uh, I definitely want to go with KC on on the AFC side. Uh, so I just um, I just let that go with that. Uh, it was only a few weeks ago quick. though. Remember that the Bengals beat the the Chiefs 34-31. The best game Joe Burrow's had to date as a yeah. pro was in Arrowhead. And that's essentially what sealed it for them to become the AFC North champions. 470 yards, uh, 201 receiving yards by Jamar Chase. Oh, uh, I don't I don't think KC's defense has figured out. I think they're more like KFC's defense, right? I mean, they're good at holding <laughs> oil in a bucket, but I don't know if uh, KFC's, I don't know yeah. if they can hold down. <laughs> I don't know if they can hold off <laughs> that's uh, funny. Jamar Chase or Joe Mixon. <laughs> hey, I would be like MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Well, we got to find hey, out: yeah. is it original yeah. recipe or extra crispy? That's all I want to know. Okay, okay let me, yeah, let me bring yeah, up yeah. The Oh, you don't want the grilled? I see. I see you over. I see you skipped over the grilled. Chicken no, if option. I got my choice, I'm not even going grilled, man. I want. I either want the original recipe or extra crispy. Uh, okay, see, guys, let me. You got to fake faith out, though. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get grilled chicken. And then you order extra crispy. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I know, I know All the right, stat, sorry, sorry. hang in there, especially with Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, yes, exactly. we had uh, 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 we, we had one call yesterday. We got six calls this week. 
uh, 318 calls this season and counting. Uh, you said fry guy. I don't have a fry guy for listed here. I got a fry guy in Iowa. So we kind of figure out. He was in Florida. He is. He is. He was in Florida driving back to Iowa. There you go. Oh, he got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah. All right. And the the, the other thing here is the, the reason for my phone call here uh, today was, uh, you know, I was told I'm, I'm limited to only a certain amount of calls this week. I heard you guys talking on earlier and found out that this was going to be your, your last day, Max. So I wanted to get in today. Uh, so I don't, I don't know how this phone call thing is working. You guys said, hey, we want you guys to call in. But then when we call in, they say, well, hey, you only allow so many calls up. Well, uh, we're we're a week finishing up here. We're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All don't right, worry then. about it. So, we're good now. Yeah. And, and anyway, um, the bottom line here is I really appreciate you guys. Honestly, Wolf, I've been hanging out with you for, for, for I don't know, about five, six years Has now. it been that long? And, uh, I still wow. remember, oh, it's been longer than that probably. I remember our first um, – I remember that one phone call we had where we talked about the, the five love languages. You remember that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. It's important in your I, marriage I, I to what, have I, that, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll I, I'll send that to I'll send that to you, uh, Max, so, so you can get a uh, check it out. Uh, so, um, okay. hey, it's been great t- talking to you guys, Max. You really you really came in, and um, I think the connection between the, the three of you, and we talk about our, our brother who was watching o- over the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the connection between the three of you really helped whoop out. I think it, it enabled him to 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 to, to kind of like let go a little bit and be able to get back into the show. And uh, Max, you are uh, tremendous. I really appreciate you. You're well educated. You got your act together. Uh, you come up with some crazy stuff. And uh, I appreciate you so much, Wolf. You have no idea. I feel like I know you, even though I don't know you. Well, but, uh, we got hey, to know each other fun. a little bit. But yeah, we've been doing this long distance, haven't we, my friend? Yeah. Yes, yeah, we have. Yeah. Yes, we but, have. Well, we come together game day, yeah. which was nice. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So you, you guys are wonderful. Everybody appreciates appreciate your show. I look forward to talking with you in the future. I'm glad my boy Juan got in today because we were talking on the phone earlier, and I wasn't going to call in, but when they said that this was your last day because I'm limited to, like, so many calls a day. But anyway, uh, I appreciate you. Love you. Uh, take care. God bless. Hey, I got you on um, – on Twitter, so if you guys need to get a hold, especially you, uh, Max, uh, I'm going to send you some stuff over yeah. there in, in the meantime. So, uh, Wolf, love you, brother. You my love man. you, brother. God bless. Take care, man. Take care. Hey, guys, in the meantime, <laughs> and in between time, here we go, still is. Here we go. Roo, roo. All right. Thank you, C. I appreciate you. All right. Max, we got to go to break, buddy. You know we're gonna have we got yeah, another let, call. Let's go ahead. JP from Dayton yeah, got is up to. He's gonna be. He will be up next when we come back. But we gotta okay, go good. and take a break right now. So we'll be back with more. And you got Max Starks and the Ninja. Max Starks, holy cow! And when I'm sorry, yeah. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. Right, you just here. cut yourself I, out of there. I How did. you gonna I'm cut yourself out, out of gone. it? I'm gone. All right, let's move yeah, on. Yeah. Max Ninjas. <laughs> I'm all messed up, man. <laughs> This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, the final bell has sounded. (laughs) The final shot from the pop gun has been hit. This is the final 
segment for you and I, Wolf, on a regular basis here. It for, is. In the locker room with Wolf and Starks and, you know, kind of getting a little teary-eyed here. Just thinking that, you know, we've, we've gone through the season. It seems like it's gone by so fast, but yet I know it hasn't. Uh, you know, we've, we've been on the air for, what, what is it, about 21 weeks, I think it is. Oh, easily so, more than yeah. that because it's been uh, with the yeah. run-up and everything in camp. Hasn't been like a couple weeks. Yeah, that's before what I was thinking. That? We missed the first week, 24? and then okay, yeah. So yeah, we're probably close to yeah, closer to twenty three. Well, uh, you know, it sounds good. It sounds good. We'll go Michael Jordan on weeks. Um, but uh, but man, it, it's been just such a tremendous time. And you know, hey, we're gonna keep the good times rolling because we still got another caller yes, on the line. So we got to make sure we honor the caller before I get all weepy and stuff. <laughs> you just say, say, save those sentimentalities for later. Absolutely. So let's bring in JP from Dayton. JP from Dayton, you're in the locker room. Hey, guys. JP from Steeler Nation, Dayton. I'm just having some fun with CR there. Absolutely. That's <laughs> but, all right. Steelers yeah. Nation is coast to coast, baby. Worldwide, yeah. as a matter of fact. And I, I don't know about CR, but my actual name is actually JP. So Really? So there you go. Yeah. How do you spell uh, that? Oh. <laughs> 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 I, so, I, I was only third in my sixth grade spelling bee. Or was it sixth in my third grade? I can never remember which it is. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, you made it this far, Wolf. That's all that matters. You That's made it, it this We're far. There. We're all right. <laughs> Go ahead, JP. Well, well, I have no football knowledge or anything to talk about, but uh, I just wanted to call in and give some love. Uh, I've listened to the show for years, hmm. and uh, I agree with Max. This is the worst time of the year because the locker room is, is going away for a while. Uh, but I listened to it back in the uh, when, you know, Tunch and Wolf, mm-hmm. and uh, you guys were like brothers yeah. to me. It, it, yeah. it was just awesome. And uh, Max, uh, you, you've, you've, you've stepped up, and you've yes. done a great job. But I've warmed up to it, and I just I just love it. I love the show. I love what you guys do. The, the, the positive attitude that you guys always bring every show is, is greatly appreciated. And uh, that's all I have. I just wanted to give some love. JP, that's fantabulous. You know, I thank you, and um, I, your words are humbling. I thank you uh, for your encouragement. And truly, Max, it's just been, you know, um, I, I don't even know another person that could have stepped in and done such a fine job as you did. Uh, Chalucha, I know, is uh, smiling. Um, he's, he's like I say, he's, he's with Jesus. He's in a better place. He wouldn't come back even if he could. But the fact of the matter is yeah. um, this has been a great, Great year uh, for us together in the locker room with all of Steelers Nation. How much we love and appreciate all the folks who call. And uh, I am so grateful for their friendship. I'm so grateful for your friend, for all the good things that have transpired this year. So there's a lot there, my friend. No, absolutely. And, you know, JP, I I appreciate you welcoming me, uh, as well as the rest of Steeler Nation. You know, everybody that's called in. You know, I I understood the, the, the gravity uh, of the situation, knowing that you're coming in as a newcomer, right? You're, you're, you're the freshman, you're the rookie, you're, you're the first timer uh, coming into, you know, first day of school type of attitude, right? Uh, and and I appreciate how everybody has uh, has welcomed me with open arms, and uh, I'm truly appreciative of it um, to, to come in and have this opportunity. You know, it's, it's, it's not – I'm not here to replace Tunch. You know, I'm here in addition and support of – um, what is the Steelers and alongside with Wolf and, and to celebrate the memory 
that Tunch left on all mm-hmm. of us, yes. um, you know, because he was such a remarkable human being. Those I, never want, I never want to fill, but his shoes that I'm happy to walk alongside with. Amen. And yeah. I just want everybody to understand that I have, I've really appreciated this and, you know, the circumstances, the gremlins and everything else that have afforded us uh, <laughs> some mishaps every once in a while. But I think, you know, for this year, it, it's gone. It's gone awesomely. And I appreciate everyone in Steelers Nation. And of course, I appreciate you, Wolf, most of all, because I remember the days being an active player and looking at the end of the bench when it was a cold game. And Wolf was just sitting there with the beanie cap on in his jacket <laughs> and just sitting next to the heater like, yep, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I, told some of the, to I told some of those young bucks when they looked at me like, what are you doing here? I'm going, hey, I made my bones in the NFL before you're even a smile on your daddy's face. So don't even, don't even, okay? <laughs> yeah, don't even. And by yeah. the way, do you realize you've got one more Wolfley to sit in because you sat in for Rob, sat in for yeah. me. All right, you sat in for Tunch, who was an honorary Wolfley, who was part of the Wolfley yes. family. So now you got to go to West Virginia and sit in for Dale. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That, that's that's my next phase. I'm like, hey, hey, Dale, Dale, just take it, just just, just one time, so you can off. take the whole family. Yeah, that, so I could just ha- I could just finish off, you know, my bucket list. I, I need I need to I need to fully inundate myself with the Wolfley clan. Um, exactly. So yeah. And what I hated, I, I missed Dale when he was out here for the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Uh, because I'm on the Fiesta Bowl committee. I missed him because right. I was doing the Alamo Bowl. So I'm yeah. like, doggone it. It would have been my one shot. But, uh, you know, but once again, thank you, everyone. This this has been humbling um, to come back home to, to Steeler Nation, mm. a place that, that you know, that, allow, that allowed me the opportunity to grow from a young man to a grown man and, uh, and all the great memories uh, that I have uh, from my Steelers time. Heck, I met my wife in Pittsburgh during the time as a player. Oh, and, that's and, right. And yes. My, my my oldest daughter was born right there at McGee's mm. uh, in UPMC over there in Oakland. And so, you know, I have fond memories and I'm happy to share my stories. I'm happy to interface with everybody, whether it be on on the Twitter machine. I know that is not your thing, Wolf, but I'm on social <laughs> media, so I'm happy to interact with everyone. But thanks for the love. And once again, we're going to keep rocking and rolling and we're going to bring go. you great content. Not only for the rest of, of this show, which is only a couple minutes left, but, you know, for this offseason and, and, of course, into next season. So I'm looking forward to it. Love you guys. Don't hesitate to reach out. Absolutely. And that's fantastic. By the way, oh, I got here's something I, I picked up for you and me. From the 24th okay. to the 31st, all right, now do you understand that there's a uh, lack of, uh, you know, blood available. They're, they're, they've got mm-hmm. blood drives going, so we're low. But – yeah. Red Cross and sheer geniusness has teamed up with Krispy Kreme so that everybody that goes to a blood drive and and and, and gives some uh, donates some blood, uh, they get a donut. Yeah, you get oh, a free donut. Oh, I mean, I, I oh, might have to go there so a couple good. times. You know, just kind of in and out. You know. It's just listen, so- don't faint. Don't faint. <laughs> don't faint. Okay. <laughs> True story. True story. Okay. Touch okay. and I were at the Pete up there at Pitt, right? We're doing a yeah. uh, we're doing a broadcast before a basketball game at the Pete. Okay. Uh, it was yeah. back. Uh, we're, we're doing our show and we're uh, whatever. We're up there as part of the the Red Cross blood drive. So I'm sitting there and people are coming in and you know we're on the air and all of a sudden I go I had to talking to Chaluch and I go. You know what? I'll bet you I can fill one of those bags faster than you because we were always, you know, not too competitive. You know, just so. No, not at all. So, not at all. So the lady goes, "Are you guys serious?" I go, "Yeah, we'll do it right while we're on air." Yeah, that's right. We'll we'll donate blood. <laughs> so 
I says to the nurse, we're touch can here, right? I go, I go, hey, how do I how do we make the blood come out faster? I gotta beat this guy, right? So she goes, yeah. You gotta squeeze your fist, you know, up and down, you know, like this. You gotta squeeze <laughs> yeah. it. So I'm sitting on the table, we got our headsets on, and I got the I got the plug in my arm, and I'm squeezing my fist, and I'm I'm like it's it's squirting out and everything. I'm going, oh, and all of a sudden I'm getting like I just <laughs> I'm getting like at it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> and Touch is going, it's not door. fair. He goes, you're a fat guy. Your cholesterol makes the blood slicker. You're like, you know, it's going to come out fast. <laughs> and I but, beat but him. Yeah, but I you, beat him. You beat him, and you, and you, I'm glad you still remember that. <laughs> Close to passing out. I'm gonna beat him. I'm gonna beat him. It's like body doesn't have enough time to replenish your Like goes at the rate that it normally Hey, no, this is great. This is great. No, 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 I don't want any more apple pie, Mrs. Campbell. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, it's like who is he looking at right now? <laughs> He's giving you the side eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Max, that was a, that was a, one of the basis of I, our relationship. It was always competitive. I was about to say, oh my gosh, that is hilarious! A competitive blood draw on air. Just think about that. Just think about to what it takes to. Pass you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll pass. Hey, bet y'all pass out first. I'll beat you at that too. Chaluch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the times oh, we used God. to have, man. But think about that. A donut. Go get a donut, man. That's They didn't have yeah. donuts then when I was that day. That, yeah, that, no. Now that's something worth going and donating blood for. Okay. Well, you should donate blood anyhow. Favorite but, Krispy Kreme. What's your favorite, favorite oh, Krispy Kreme? Oh, I like the Angel Kreme. You know, with the white stuff in the middle and the chocolate on top. Oh. Uh, now, is it the custard or the cream? Cream. Cream. Okay. I like custard. Like, Are like you a custard, custard guy? Though. I'm a custard guy. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's like a little bit of vanilla pudding there in the middle. Well, you know, it just, it just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. No, well, no. I, I like, see, I like cream, whether it's vanilla or chocolate. doesn't matter to me. I can crush both. Okay. You know. Yeah. But and, I and tell I mean, you the this. The original is still the best. It, well, they're great. They go down so fast, though. A guy brought us a yeah, dozen crispy. Cre- squeeze them in. Yeah. They brought, a guy brought us a dozen donuts when we were doing a, a show out in Nevillewood at the country club for whatever reason years yeah. ago. I ate an entire uh, a box of donuts, a Krispy Kremes, on air. I'm telling you what, my head was spinning with so much sugar, man. I was like, Bruh. no question. Yeah, there's no dilution there. <laughs> <laughs> there was none. None. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's almost like a tequila shot. Like every donut, you need to go ahead and just put a little salt in there just, just to kill it off and make you even. <laughs> there you go, Max. We got less than oh, a minute, gosh. brother. And I know this is your hey. last day, and you just want to say over and above what you've already said. Yeah, no, I, once again, for the final closing bell for myself as as a part of In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, Max Starks, I want to say thank you so much to Steeler Nation. We love you all. And, of course, we'll be waiting in anticipation for the next opportunity to get on air and share with you guys. But like I said, please feel free to reach out in the meantime and in between time, as CR would say, <laughs> on social media to me. I'd love to hear from you guys. But until then, please stay safe, stay healthy, and happy. And we'll talk soon. And so that is for me. And, of course, to Wolf, thank you so much for for accepting me. I appreciate it. You've been awesome. And I can't wait to do this again. You know what, brother? It's like I told you. I love you, brother. It's been great. Thank you for the privilege. Love you, too.
All right, man. All right. Thanks so much, guys, and we'll be back tomorrow, although without Max, but you know what? He'll be around somehow, some way. <laughs> Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards.